Welcome back to Fringe Spirit, Not Your Love and Light Podcast. Today, we're going to get into manifestation and the top 15 reasons you are not manifesting the life you desire. Okay, so essentially, we're going to get into the my, what I have found to be the most common manifestation blocks, reasons why you're doing all the things and, you know, something's not lining up, right? Okay, so let's just dive right into it. Number one, the thing you're trying to manifest is not in alignment with your contracts. Okay, so what does that mean? So... I believe before we incarnate, we choose our contracts. We choose the blueprints, essentially like an outline for our lifetime, for this incarnation. It's not the little things. It's more so the big things. It's the things that we want to accomplish and the route to some extent that we want to take to accomplish those things, right? If there are lessons that we want to learn, we, you know, we're choosing who our parents are. We're choosing certain traumas. We're choosing, you know, the friends that we make. We're choosing our partners for things to learn and for, you know, to create balance in our lives, right? Good reasons and bad reasons. And the bad reasons aren't really bad, right? They're, they're mostly just to allow us to heal, to, close off some karmic cycles that have been playing out and to learn certain lessons, right? The whole point of incarnating is to have different experiences. So in between incarnations, this is what we're doing. We're creating this blueprint and this outline for our next incarnation uh, and the things that we want to, to do, right? So sometimes the thing that you're trying to manifest is just not in alignment with what we have contracted for ourselves, right? Um, and then sometimes it's just the timing. Sometimes it's it's not meant for right now. It's maybe meant for the future, right? So example, you know, maybe we're trying to manifest our perfect ideal job and we've done all the things. You know, we really want this job. We've researched the company. You know, we've, you know, made the perfect resume and the perfect cover letter. We're networking, making connections, right? We're doing everything right. However, it just doesn't, it just doesn't pan out. Time after time, you just keep striking out on the ideal job that you have. But because perhaps in your contracts and what is in higher alignment for you is to not take a job. It's to be an entrepreneur. It's to create your own business. It's to create jobs for others, not work for somebody else, right? Perhaps we are trying to manifest wealth. We want money. We want to be financially stable and financially secure. But perhaps you have chosen to learn the lesson of struggle, of financial struggle in this lifetime. Maybe you as a soul have not experienced what it's like to struggle financially, to not have all of your needs met in, in a monetary way, you know, food and, and some of the basics that essentially require money to, to have, right? Perhaps you are trying to manifest your ideal partner, but 
perhaps maybe you're not healed and not in the vibration to be ready to meet the ideal partner yet. So it's in, you know, it's in alignment, but maybe not right now. Maybe there is someone that you have chosen in your contracts to be your partner in a positive, loving way. However, maybe they or maybe you are not healed enough to where that dynamic would work out in the way that you both had intended it to. So it could be a timing thing, right? Okay. So then number two, number two reason why you are not manifesting, you have past life karma. So there's a whole episode on past life karma, so I won't get into all of the details. However, the best way for you to recognize if this is a potential block for you is by recognizing the patterns, right? The patterns in your life. If you really take a step back and look at your life in a more objective way, what patterns do you have? Do you have patterns related to a job? Do you have patterns related to romantic relationships? Do you have patterns related to the way that you choose to cope or, or not cope with hardships? You know, do you, are you always struggling in a financial way, right? Notice where these patterns are, especially if, you know, you're trying to manifest something in a very specific area of your life. You know, look, and, and notice what patterns that you have. And then again, try and take that step back so you can really view it objectively and think, you know, what lessons are these patterns trying to teach me, right? Maybe you're always striving for more, like, you know, everything that you achieve is never good enough, right? No matter how much success, no matter how much money, all these things, you just keep, you keep accomplishing your goals, but you keep finding like you want more and you're constantly trying to manifest more and more and more. And you're trying to manifest just, I want to be happy and content, right? And you're just continuously getting more and more and more. Maybe there's a lesson that is being grateful for what you have, finding the gratitude and the simplicity of life, right? Maybe there are lessons there if you notice where your patterns are. And again, this is that's shadow work, right? So it's not pretty stuff. It's not good patterns we're looking for. We're looking for the, you know, more toxic patterns, the patterns that are not serving us, right? Okay. On to the next. Number three, you haven't done your inner child healing. So more healing work, (laughs) as always. So our inner child healing, that's where a lot of our self-limiting beliefs come from. That's where a lot of our programming comes from, right? Our programming comes from our childhood typically, right? By the time we are seven, we are pretty much who we are going to be. And so those things that are happening in those early years of our lives are really creating the programming and the beliefs and all of that that we are going to take into adulthood and throughout our entire lives. So some examples, right? Maybe you're trying to manifest love, right? You just want a loving, unconditionally loving partner relationship, but you never felt loved as a child and therefore you'd feel you don't deserve love. You probably aren't thinking this consciously, right? It's probably not a very surface level thought that you have, but think of the thing you're trying to manifest and dig deep into what your subconscious beliefs 
and your unconscious beliefs and thoughts are in regards to the thing you're trying to manifest, right? Maybe you're trying to manifest a very specific job, but maybe a parent or a relative or a teacher when you were younger told you, you never amount to anything, or you'll never achieve X, Y, Z with those grades, or someone like you will never become blank, right? Those comments that are made, it sometimes only takes it happening once. And, but it really, really can mold a child and then, you know, that child into the adult that they become into having these very self-limiting beliefs and these programming, uh, this programming in their mind of their own limitations and how they see the world and see themselves, right? So if you have not done your inner child healing, I can guarantee you there are some blocks in regards to to that. So you definitely want to do the healing, right? All of the healing. Okay, so this brings us to the next one. Number four, you have ancestral trauma. <sighs> so so what do we mean by ancestral trauma, right? Right, so... As, as our family and our lineage has these struggles and belief systems and, you know, all of, you know, programming traumas and issues and it, and it passes down through the lineage over and over and over again, right? Not only does it become part of your DNA, but then it's, you know, think nature versus nurture, right? It becomes both. It becomes part of the nature because it does embed into your DNA where you're born with with some of this ancestral baggage just by being born into this lineage. However, then also then there's the the nurture component when you're a kid and you're being raised by people who have this very specific way of thinking or these beliefs, these, you know, self-limiting beliefs, right? So, for example, right, think manifesting money. This is such a common one. We all want to manifest money, but maybe you grew up in a family that was poor, your parents' parents were poor, and then their parents were poor. You know, there's been struggle for generations, generation after generation after generation. There was, you know, no matter how hard we worked, you know, the, there was never enough. And so there's that belief ingrained into your parents, your parents' parents, your parents' parents' parents, and then into you that you are poor, and there's nothing you can do about it. No matter how hard you work, it's never enough, right? It's like, you know, maybe your parents, they worked really hard and, and maybe not even necessarily poor, right? Poor, you know, it's a subjective term, right? So maybe, maybe they weren't even necessarily poor, but they worked really hard and they were always counting every penny and saying things like, money doesn't grow on trees. Stop wasting the electricity, right? Like, you know, turn the lights off. We got to save the, save the electricity, right? Maybe they couponed a lot and, you know, you got hand, you know, clothing from maybe secondhand stores and you didn't have the fancier things that, you know, other kids had, which, you know, sometimes will create a shame wound. Because maybe you got made fun of. And and again, so now you have a, a shame wound related to money and status and all of that. And it's it's ancestral, right? It's in, in a way also related to kind of inner child work. You know, if there are things from your childhood that are really sticking with you. 
But if you notice and you look back into your lineage of, if you notice beliefs that you have and you see it on either side, your maternal or paternal side, and you see it go back generation after generation after generation, it goes deeper than just inner child. It's ancestral and, and it's very potent, right? So we want to clear out our ancestral trauma. Okay. Number five. You are being affected by curses or intention-based energy. Okay. And this can be from this lifetime or past lifetimes, or it can be ancestral. So what does that mean, right? So intention-based energy and curses, uh, I kind of, I lump them together because that's what curses are. Curses are intention-based energy. If you have a strong intention towards someone, good or bad, energetically, you are sending that energy to them and it can affect them. So you can have things that follow you from lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. You can have things that affect your whole lineage, right? Someone can, can curse your entire lineage to, you know, maybe be poor or, you know, something like that. So. You know, that one is a little bit more difficult to really hone in yourself. It sometimes can be the case when it's like, I went through all these other things and just, it just seems like I can't, no matter what I do, it's just something seems off in this, you know, specific area of my life. Right. And so, you know, that's where it takes either doing your energetic hygiene and being able to, look for intention-based energy in your aura or in your energetic body or, you know, connecting with your higher self and and asking if there's, you know, intention-based energy or curses affecting you, right? Okay, let's move on. Number six, reason number six why you are not manifesting the life of your dreams You haven't learned the lesson the universe is currently trying to teach you. So, again, we are here in these incarnations to learn lessons, to have experiences, you know, both positive and negative, quote unquote. And if you are here trying, you know, intending to learn a lesson and the universe is trying to help you learn this lesson... And you're just not picking up what it's putting down, that can block you, right? If it's in the specific area, right? So maybe you're trying to manifest a loving, supportive, positive partner, yet you are constantly attracting narcissists and, you know, you refuse to leave them. And then maybe you wait until they leave you, right? And so you haven't learned the lesson of empowerment. Maybe the lesson is empowerment. And and in order to show the universe that you have learned this lesson, you have to choose to leave them. You don't just wait for them to leave you. That's not learning the lesson, right? So then you keep ending up in these relationships. And again, this can have a crossover with karmic baggage because this could be a karmic thing as well. But not always. It could also just be new to this lifetime and a, a new lesson that you're choosing to learn in this lifetime and you're just not picking up what they're putting down, right? You know, maybe you're trying to manifest like-minded friendships, right? Connections with genuine, authentic people who, you know, vibe like you do, but you keep attracting energy-sucking types. 
And it's because maybe you haven't learned the lesson of removing toxic people from your life, right? So if you have toxic people in your life, like your your close friends are just, they're toxic, right? It's an imbalanced relationship. You're constantly giving to them and, and they're constantly taking and they're giving nothing back in return. It's, it ends up being a very, very imbalanced relationship. But you keep, you keep maintaining it. You keep giving. You keep doing the same thing. So that's telling the universe like, Hey, this is, I'm pouring my energy into these toxic relationships. I'm focusing my energy there. I'm vibrating at the frequency that aligns with give, 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 give and receive nothing back, right? So you're going to attract those people continuously because you haven't learned the lesson. You know, as soon as you begin to start removing these toxic people from your life, you're saying, hey, universe, I'm learning the lesson. I, I don't want this energy around me, so I'm going to remove it. And, you know, you can't manifest these beautiful friendships while you're still entertaining all of these imbalanced relationships because, again, you're just telling the universe... I'm down for this toxicity, right? So we have to, again, make make sure we're learning the lessons that are around us, right? But you have to be so aware of yourself, your thoughts, your patterns, your your judgments, all of these things. It's it, it really is how we get to the point of manifesting and really creating the life that we want. Okay. So number seven, reason why you are not manifesting, you are missing the signs. Okay, so maybe the universe is trying to give you what you want, but you're missing the signs. Okay, so maybe you're trying to manifest a job. And the job is an alignment, right? You don't have any past, you know, you don't have past life baggage or inner child stuff or programming or, you know, anything like that. It's fully in alignment. And the universe keeps giving you signs, right? You know, this, this company that maybe perfectly matches your ideals and your desires. It has the schedule you want. It has the pay you want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, Maybe you keep seeing commercials for it or people around you keep mentioning this company for one reason or another, or you drive by the office that this, this company, uh, is at. <laughs> and, you know, there's birds around there that catch your attention and cause you to look, right? There's all these little signs building up, but you're not paying attention to them, right? Maybe you're just, you're one of those people, you just really overthink it and you just like, logic your way out of it, right? You don't, if you are very, very masculine and logical, you tend to have a hard time finding and noticing and recognizing the signs. So when we put it out there, we, you know, the universe is going to slowly drop little breadcrumb signs on your path to keep you going in the direction of what you're looking for and what you know, what you're asking for and what is in alignment. But if you're not, if you're veering off because you're not noticing the signs, it's hard for the universe to give you what you want because you're just not listening, right? So we have to listen. We have to recognize the signs. We have to accept that the universe is going to give us signs. I don't care how logical you are. It just, it is what it is, right? So when you release and uh, you trust and release to the universe, you have to also trust the signs and trust that the universe is going to bring you those signs. Okay, number eight. 
you're not manifesting from a place of balance between your masculine and feminine energies. Okay, so what does that mean? So when you are a very masculine type and you're trying to manifest something, you're trying to create something, right? You're taking all of the action steps. You're extremely logical, right? Maybe if it's, you know, a partner or love, you know, you have your checklist and, you know, you're going out on, you know, going on the dating websites and you're going out to these different events and different places to try and connect with different people. You know, you're really putting yourself out there and you're doing all of the things, right? That's the masculine, right? Whereas the feminine is, what does my gut tell me and, and trusting and being, re- you know, open to receiving, right? It's that the, the, I'm going to visualize this life that I want. But the feminine, if you're overly on the feminine side, you're not taking the action steps, right? So, okay. Perfect example would be a, a job. So you really, really, really want a job or a specific job, any, anything, anything like that, right? You want to A, right? You want to get your resume in tip-top shape. That's masculine. You want to apply to different places, write up the perfect cover letter and send out your resume to all of these different places, right? That is your masculine. You're taking action. You're doing your research on these companies. So therefore, you know how to write the perfect um, cover letter. Maybe you can connect with some of the people from that company on LinkedIn or other networking sites, right? This is your masculine. You're taking action. But on the feminine side, you want to you want to put the energy into the unit, put it out to the universe what you're looking for. I want these hours. I want to feel this specific way at this job. You know, you're visualizing what it looks like to work at the company you're looking for or in the setting that you're trying to find a job within. And you have all of your desires of how you want to feel, what you want it to look like, what you want the job to feel like. And you know, you, maybe you journal about it and you write it down, but, and then you put it out to the universe and say, this is what I want. And then you notice the signs, right? You, you all of a sudden you run into somebody and, you know, they just happen to work at this place and you get their, their business card or, you know, different things like that. You got to notice the signs, right? So you notice the signs, you put your resume out there, everything comes together and you get the perfect job, right? You you synchronistically just met the perfect person that got you an in at this at this job to get an interview, but then you also have the perfect resume already done up to where and and the knowledge from doing your research, right, to crush the interview. So that is like the the perfect balance between both because you can't just do the feminine thing and visualize it and hope for it and put the energy out there and then not put your resume out there, right? How is anyone going to find you if you don't leave your house and you don't put your resume out there anywhere, right? So we want to have the balance. So if you are finding that you're not taking action steps and then also releasing and surrendering, then that's something you really want to focus. If you're on one end of the spectrum or the other, you really want to embrace and embody the opposing energy to really create that balance. Okay. 
Number nine, you are not being clear about your manifestation. So the universe, you know, can give you what you ask for, you know, assuming that it's all in alignment, you're vibrating at the right place, et cetera, et cetera. But it may not always be in the ways that you expect. So sometimes we we want to be broad and sometimes you want to be specific. So you really have to know the time and the place of when to kind of focus your energy on a specific manifestation or a more broad manifestation. So, for example, maybe you're trying to manifest freedom and you're like, I just want to be free. I just want to spend my days going to the beach or going for a hike. You know, I don't want to feel so controlled by my circumstances or my my boss or all of these things. I just want to feel free. And then you get fired. And it's like, oh, no. And then you're stressed out and you feel even less free because now you're putting all of your energy into getting another job and it's chaos and you're stressed out and overwhelmed. But you got what you asked for. <laughs> you got freedom. It just didn't happen to be in the way that you expected. So you, you want to be specific to an extent, depending on the scenario, because if you're focusing very much on the energy of freedom, it's it can come in so many different ways. So sometimes you need to hone in and be a little bit more specific. And then number 10, the opposite, right? You're too attached to a specific outcome. So maybe you want you want to manifest wealth. You want to manifest a million dollars. You want to manifest winning the lottery, right? So now we're going real specific, right? We the reality is is we want financial freedom. We want to manifest financial freedom, but you're focusing your energy on manifesting winning the lottery. And so it limits the potential ways in which you can create this financial freedom, right? Because we can create financial freedom in a million different ways. It can come into our lives so many, you know, different uh, avenues. Winning the lottery is one of them, and it is a very, very small percent chance of of creating that, right? So this is an example of maybe you want to um, pull back a little bit, right? Because if you only focus on winning the lottery, you know, you're it's a very small percentage of the different avenues that can bring you to that end result of financial freedom. So it's finding the balance between knowing what we want, but being open to how we get there right? We want to be firm on the what, right? That's we're planting the seed of financial freedom in this example. Releasing to the universe how we get there, right? That's you just letting it grow. You planted the seed, you took the action, you knew it, you, the seed is exactly what you want it to be, right? You've, you've created it, it's got all of the energy in it, it's very specific on what you want, but then you're going to plant it and you're going to let it, you're going to walk away, you're going to let it grow, you're going to, the universe take care of it. And then there's going to be action steps along the way and signs for you to listen to, right? That would be like watering the seed, right? Occasionally, you do have to water the seed. You plant it, you let it go, and you let the universe kind of take over, but you do have to tend to it, right? So you do have to continue to take the action steps and to listen to the signs along the way. (sighs) All right. 
Number 11, the uh, reason why you're not manifesting. You are aware of your trauma. So, and versus not even knowing it's there, right? I haven't done my inner child healing. I haven't done my past life work. No, you're fully aware of your trauma, but you're too attached to it. So, what, is, what does this mean, right? So, the more we talk about our past and our struggles, but we're not fully healed from it, right? Maybe we're still bitter. Some, someone wronged us 20 years ago. We keep bringing it up. It, it's clear that we're bitter about it, right? You wouldn't still be bringing it up if you weren't bitter, which means you're not over it, which means you're not healed from it. So when the more we talk about our past and those struggles that we're not healed from, we're aligning our vibration with those traumas and with those struggles, right? So this is very different from speaking about it from an empowered, healed place, right? It's different from I went through this trauma and now I speak, you know, about it publicly to, to help others through the same type of scenarios, right? I want to empower others by sharing my story. Totally different, right? I'm talking about when we're still bringing up the, the guy who fucked us over or what my mom did to me when I was younger or et cetera, et cetera, right? This is, this is being in victimhood. This, you know, I have probably many, many rants that you may have already heard about victimhood and we cannot dwell in victimhood for uh, that long without it t- lowering our vibration. And we're, we're just aligning with the vibration of the thing that happened to us, which is just going to bring more things that are along that same frequency into our lives. So we can't, we can't continue to vibrate at this lower place of trauma and expect to manifest the opposite, right? Does that make sense? Okay. I hope it does. Okay, number 12, you're too negative. (laughs) So, I mean, this is probably an obvious one, but if you continue to focus on everything negative in your life, you're going to bring more of that in, back to law of attraction. Everything to do with this is truly just law of attraction. It's just all of the different areas in which we are unknowingly vibrating at a frequency that we're unaware of, that conflicts with what we're trying to manifest. So even when you say, and and I, I am guilty of this, I used to do this. And truly, when I stopped doing this, I did notice a difference. When you say, I just have such bad luck with blank, right? Maybe it's with relationships or, you know, my vehicle, something's always breaking, or my house, there's always something going wrong with it, right? I always have such bad w- luck with blank, or I never win, or I'll never get blank, right? I'll never get a loving relationship or partner. I'll never get the job that I want because blah, 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 right? You're creating that into your reality. You're manifesting exactly what you're sitting here bitching about, right? (laughs) I truly used to, like, I did. I really had a lot of bad luck and I would talk about it a lot. And it just, it does you no good to continue talking about your bad luck, right? When you have bad luck, the best thing you can do is say, you know, I have such great luck. Like nothing ever goes wrong. Everything's going so great. (laughs) Okay. 
yeah. So we're too negative. We focus too much on what we don't want instead of what we do want. That's what the negative people do. It's always, you know, half glass empty versus half glass f- or glass half full. The universe is picking up on your vibration, not the words that you are saying or thinking per se. It's picking up on your vibration. So when you're trying to manifest and your thoughts or words are something like, I don't want to struggle. I don't want this job anymore. I don't want to be alone, right? The universe is picking up on the vibrational frequency of those things, the struggle, the job that you hate, and the loneliness, right? When you say, I don't want to be alone, that is, you're vibrating at loneliness, right? That's saying loneliness. And that's not what we're trying to manifest, right? So we don't want to be focusing so much on the things that we don't like or the things that we don't want. So we want to shift it, right? Shift it to, you know, instead of, I don't want to struggle, say, I want ease, right? It just... Even as you say it, it feels better. Your, your, your heart space will open up a little bit more, right? Or, you know, instead of, I don't want this job anymore, you say, I want a fulfilling job. And instead of saying, I don't want to be alone, you say, I want companionship. I want connection. I want intimacy, right? That way you're emitting the vibrational frequencies of ease, fulfillment, and companionship instead of struggle and dislike and hatred for your job and loneliness, right? So we want to focus more on what we do want, less on what we don't want. We want to be half glass full, not half glass, not glass half empty. Okay. Number 13, you are being bogged down by low vibrational energies, right? Again, back to law of attraction. We want to be vibrating high. If we want these high vibrational things in our lives, we want to be at a high vibrational place so that we can attract it into our lives. That means we need to do our energetic maintenance, right? We need to do our energetic hygiene and we need to continue to fill our cup. We can't be drained. We can't be overly giving and not receiving. You know, we need to maintain our mind, body, and soul. So that means doing our healing, working on our programming, taking care of our physical body, taking care of our emotional self, right? Hey, body, how are you feeling? Hey, emotions. How are you feeling? You know, what thoughts am I thinking right now? Like, you know, where am I? We have to be very in tune with ourselves to know where we're at. So we, we need to maintain our personal energy and the energies of our home, right? Like where we're at. If we're bogged down by these low vibrational energies, eventually it becomes hard to fight against it and we tend to just succumb to the low vibration. So we want to maintain our our personal energy, our physical health, all of that, and our home. Clear out your house, you know, not just of the energy, but of the items, right? When your house is dirty and cluttered, well, A, the items, they all have energy. And so the more items, if you have a very cluttered house, all of those items, it just adds up and it can feel very overwhelming, when it's dirty and not taken care of, you know, you can feel that, right? So we want to maintain our home in both a very physical 3D way, but also in the energetic way, right? Clearing out the energy. Be careful who you're inviting into your space, right? Have a regular routine in place to kind of cleanse it and to make it the sacred space that it really should be. I mean, think of how much time you spend in your home. It really should be treated sacredly. Okay, moving on. 
Number 14, reason why you are not manifesting. You surround yourself with toxic people. So again, this is very similar to being bogged down by low vibrational energies. When you're surrounding yourself with toxic, negative, low vibrational people, it brings you down. We are more likely to match somebody else's low energy than they are to match our high energy. And so it between the cords that it creates and the way it can affect our energy by us choosing to match that, it, it all that does is just lower our vibration, which then makes it difficult to align with the frequency of the things that we are trying to manifest, right? Okay. Last but not least, number 15, you are not grateful enough. Gratitude does wonders. And years ago, I definitely thought it was so cheesy. I thought it was lame to do these gratitude affirmations, you know, the the gratitude journals where, you know, you write down something you're grateful for every day or maybe three things every day, right? However, I'm a I'll give everything a, a good honest try type of person. So I did it and initially it did feel a little bit forced, you know, okay, yep, I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful I have a roof, right? It would be very basic and a little eye roll, right? But I did it. And over the weeks, it became more and more natural to where I found myself very naturally finding gratitude for the things around me, right? I'm so grateful for the new floors that I have. I'm so grateful for this meal, right? It kind of just poured out of me without really prompting it, right? And so the more grateful we are, the higher our vibration goes. It's a it's a really good kind of hack to shift your vibration in a very quick amount of time, right? Whereas the healing stuff, the deep-rooted stuff that obviously is extremely relevant and matters can take time. However, if you need a boost kind of quickly, practice gratitude because it happens very, very quickly, right? So not only just gratitude in a more kind of generic sense, gratitude for A, the things that you already have, right? Because that way you continue to bring in more of your existing blessings, right? But then be grateful for the things that you're manifesting as if you already have it. So if you're trying to manifest money, be grateful for A, all of the money in your bank account now, and be grateful for the huge number that is going to be in your bank account in the future, right? Be Find the gratitude for those things that haven't even happened yet because then you're aligning your frequency to the frequency that you would be at if you had that thing, if you had a, a lot of money in your bank account, for example, right? And then again, back to law of attraction. If you're vibrating at the frequency of, I'm rich, bitch, <laughs> you're going to bring in more money. So... Again, it's it's a it's a hack, but it also it's a it's a quick fix, but it's also a very long term thing as well because it does amazing things for mindset and mood. It really really helps things like depression if you're, uh, you know, prone to seasonal depression. The more grateful that you can be on a regular basis, the easier it is to navigate the waters of low vibrational phases in your life. So, okay, that is it. That is number 15. 
So in a nutshell, everything manifestation-wise, or a lot of it, I should say, comes back to our vibration. And the higher we can vibrate, the more likely we are to attract the things that are vibrating at a higher uh, a vi- higher frequency. So we have to do the healing. We have to be very aware of our thoughts, our emotions, and our physical body, how you're feeling, where you're at, what you're programming, all of these things, because most of where we're manifesting from is from our subconscious. 90% of what we're manifesting is from our unconscious or subconscious until we really start to dig away the layers and become very aware of who we are underneath all of that, right? So I hope this helps and good luck on your manifestation journey and I wish you the best. I'll see you next time. Bye.